Hi, we're Ballroom Boxer, and you're listening to Radio 1 Chicago.
welcome. You're listening to Alex here at Radio 1 Chicago. So riddle for this Thursday is what do you get when you add The Great Gatsby, Johnny Walker, and fireworks on the 4th of July into a blender and hit liquefy? You got yourself alternative rock group, Ballroom Boxer. <laughs> welcome, guys. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. 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 Thanks for having good. us. Um, so the song we just heard was uh, County Jail. Yeah. Off of your latest album, Tides, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, but before we talk about who you guys are and what you're doing this summer, um, please just tell me why Great Gatsby, Johnny Walker, and Fireworks? <laughs> sure. I think uh, <laughs> a lot of our music kind of sounds like uh, somebody is just uh, burning through great American novels, right. uh, draining it with whiskey, and <laughs> essentially just having fun uh, kind of... <laughs> Bashing out with uh, fireworks. So. It sounds like it burns. <laughs> it does. It's kind of like way. pop rocks. I don't know. <laughs> Adult pop rocks. That does Throwback. it. Yeah, maybe that's a better description. But yeah, we thought those three things go together. Great Gatsby. Is that your favorite novel? Uh, you know, I can't get past like uh, 150 pages. So that was a good one to to use. But <laughs> it's kind of short. It's like you yeah. got through most of it. You got the exactly. gist, right? Oh, they made a book on that. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Um, so why don't you introduce yourselves then? Sure. I'm Dave. I play drums. I'm Mike Altier. I play guitar and sing. I'm Jared Cummins, and I play guitar. Cool. So is it just you three, you trio, or are you missing uh, any couple of band members? We do have uh, a second guitar player, I guess a third guitar player, Donnie Renner, who's not here. Mm-hmm. Um, and also Ryan Franklin, our bass player, could not make it. Cool. So we're holding down the fort. Yeah, I was like, you guys are coming in, speaking for them. We're a trio exactly. Now. Yeah. <laughs> As of today, you're a trio. Yeah, they're out. <laughs> it's like, sorry, guys, this is how they found out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, welcome. This is your first time at Radio 1. Yeah, yeah. yeah very, very cool, very cool. Um, so how long have you guys all been playing together? So we've been playing for about going on four to five years in some formation, uh, which kind of started from Chicago, um, found Jared on Craigslist, um, which is a great place to go. Really? Yeah, no, that's not a joke. <laughs> Craigslist. It's not bad for finding musicians. Uh, it's, it's a little creepy going to an audition in someone's you know, back alley at night being like, oh, I'm definitely going to get stabbed. But uh, otherwise, no, it's, it, was, it worked out It worked out. Great. out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still alive. So. Still doing the adventure. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, yeah, so you guys met up that way and then just kind of started... Started going that route, yeah. The two other guys were down in Nashville. Dave was down in Nashville. Um, so once they, they got attracted to Chicago, which we feel like has a really great uh, indie scene, yeah. um, we started kind of started up here. Mm-hmm. So then you, were you guys all in different bands prior then? And then well, we used to be and continue to be brothers. Um, oh. so, <laughs> so we've always played in bands, bands. for the last 15 years, yeah. I could not tell. Sorry. Oh, really? See, no. I'm telling you. <laughs> absolutely Sometimes it's not. hard to tell. Some people are like, oh, totally brothers. Yeah. And then other people, I don't see it. Yeah, absolutely not. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on your side. I was yeah. like, cannot tell. Huh. If you didn't tell me that, I would not have known. <laughs> we got matching tattoos, so that's how we, that's we the, try to. That's the indicator. Try to keep the connection alive. <laughs> What's the tattoo? Uh, we actually have an anchor. Yeah, for our grandpa. Nice. So he was in the Navy. Very cool. Cool stuff. Um... So did you guys always know that you wanted to, you know, be musicians? This is the career that you guys wanted to take, or was it more of just like a, an activity that kind of just kept going and, you know, roll balling? I, I think for me, it, more of an activity that just kind of kept going, just something you loved doing, and then uh, got to a point where like you couldn't not play music, if that makes sense. So 
I, I started off in Chicago in a, in a Red Hot Chili Peppers cover band, which is pretty awesome. Uh, I moved here, and I was like, I needed to find something, and, and I found it on Craigslist, and then I found these guys, and I was like, oh, thank God. So, it was a love at first sight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thankfully. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Craigslist success story. Oh, yeah. It's the way to go. <laughs> and then you guys, too? You guys have always like been playing together? Yeah, yeah. Mike and I have played in bands for a long time, and um, yeah, just we kind of picked up instruments. Like He got a guitar when he was... 12, 13, and looked at me and said, you got to play something else. <laughs> so I picked drums, and, uh, and yeah, we've, we've kind of just always played in band since. And we've definitely ebbed and flowed, too. I think yeah. uh, when some of the guys moved to Nashville, um, you know, that was uh, kind of experimenting with a few bands there. I was getting a little bit more into the singer-songwriter um, stuff that was going on in Chicago, um, so that was always fun. So being able to, uh, Dave and I come from Akron, Ohio, Jared from Columbus, Kind of starting in Rubber City, going to kind of the second city, and then the Music City. Bringing all of that together uh, has actually expanded. I think what we uh, what we produce with Tides. Mm -hmm. And then, so coming from all these different areas, then like, what kind of influences did you, did you grow up with? Oh man, that's tough. I mean, not a ton from Columbus, Ohio. I'll say. <laughs> Um, to, I mean, 21 Pilots was after I left, unfortunately. Um, but they, we, have, we didn't have a huge music scene. But I mean, I was always into bands like like Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin, um, Modest Mouse. Uh, my dad got me into Rush. That's all he ever played when I was a kid. So I know mm -hmm. I know their catalog pretty well. But uh, yeah, I don't know. And you guys had the had the Black Keys kind of hanging around Akron for a while, right? So yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, but it, we kind of came from some more roots, classic rock, um, progressed to. 80s rock, hair metal, okay. if you will. Yeah. I think it, it, there Glam was a big... metal there? No. <laughs> <laughs> we were never in the right decade. Yeah, okay. I feel like. yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, because like coming from Ohio, I mean, I feel like you guys have a decent amount of bands that come, I mean, yeah. more so now, I guess, than before, but... We're getting there. We're more than just cornfields. So, yeah. you know. No, I, I love Ohio. Ohio's great. Yeah, Cedar Point. It's all good. That's true. Oh, there you <laughs> go. Well, Sandusky. Yeah. Actually, that last song, it's funny because a lot of people say, uh, uh, there's a line in there that says, I don't see the point. And I think oh, Jared was like, every time he'll sing backups and just jokingly, at least from practice, he'll say, um, I, love I don't Cedar see the point. point. Yeah. Yeah. Every yeah. single time. Not <laughs> every time. Only when I want to mess around. So. Was that a line kind of... Was it intended to no, reference it, that? It, or it just, just ended up rhyming, so I was like, I'm going to throw Cedar Point in here when we're, when we're messing around. <laughs> Still keeping the Ohio love alive. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, do you ever go to play back home then and throw that out there and the crowd goes wild? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they've ever caught it, but yeah, we do go back um, usually at least once a year, right? Yeah, we, we try to play so. Akron or Cleveland uh, nice. once a year. We've uh, played Columbus a few times, yeah. and then uh, we'll go down to Nashville. We'll, we're due back uh, this year. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so then kind of like, you know, meeting in Chicago then and, you know, evolving there. How has um, kind of like growing up or, you know, growing within the area kind of like helped develop you as an artist? Man, that's another good question. Um, I mean, I, I would say just getting to play like kind of all these different kinds of venues has been has been pretty eye opening for us. You know, we've done everything from. Uh, you got the elbow room where there's a pole right in front of your face, and then you're, you know, we we, we just did House of Blues uh, last night, so mm -hmm. kind of taking that all in and getting to play with a ton of different bands from around here, um, that's been just a really fun experience and, and influence, getting to meet all these guys and see what they're doing and, and see how different bands in Chicago are kind of doing it. So yeah. just kind of soaking that in as we as we move along, I suppose. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think it's great. I mean, especially with the scene, you, you, you kind of get these weird waves of, uh, you see bands like Whitney, you kind of take off. and um, But then you also have uh, some of the past kind of generations of like Lucky Boys Confusion and Fall Out Boy all the way to Local H to kind of these mainstays that uh, it's really neat to see everything kind of coalesce mm-hmm. and then pick from different generations, different genres and try to make that something a little bit different for yourself. Uh, who are some of your favorite Chicago artists? Uh, for me, I would say Meatwave. They're like a, yeah. a punk band. Yeah, so I, I've cool. gotten to see them a couple times. Um, yeah, that's definitely number one for me. Yeah, I think actually a lot of the bands that we played with last night were uh, pretty kicking. Yeah. Uh, which was really cool. The Pact uh, was one of them that I thought was great. Um, in the past, we've played with like Tall Walker and a few others that um, are really kind of up and coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also do some different things, which I think is important, where they don't just keep playing one venue or playing with the same people uh, all the time, which I think is very important, at least for the music scene here, so that we mix it up a little bit. Yeah, uh, it's, it's hopefully also good for the crowds and the fans. Keep it different, yeah. a little bit more lively here and there kind of <laughs> <Yeah>. thing. <laughs> it's good to have a connecting thread. Yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes when we get thrown in with a metal act, uh, that can be a, a hard twist. Um, but, you know, if there's something that, that you can relate to, I think it usually works out pretty well. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I was always a big fan of uh, Cougars. Okay. I don't, I don't know if you know who they are, but they used to have a big horn section and put out a couple albums like in the early 2000s. Um, but didn't know they were from here until I moved here and oh, cool. saw they were playing like sub T and like some of the smaller clubs and yeah, it was always like super cool to go see them and AM Taxi as well. Yeah. Love that band. Cool. Um, well, why don't we dive into the next song? Um, yeah. Do you remember which one it was? I can't remember. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking uh, it's Tides Off Tides. Tides Off Tides. <laughs> awesome. All right, and this is Off Tides. Tides. <laughs> Great. So let's uh, take a listen. Stand about it. You know the tides will change again. We can't stand about it. You know the tides will rage.
I'm Alex, and we're here with Chicago Rock Group Ballroom Boxer, and that was Tides Off Tides. Um, so we were talking a little bit uh, during the breaks of being from Ohio. Uh, so what were you guys called previously? Yeah, so we actually started out uh, being called the Whiskey Drifters, um, which we still keep a presence uh, and still have a little bit of music that's still up there. Um, but that was very much in the vein of um, kind of what was going on at the scene in, in Rubber City and Akron, Ohio at the time. Mm-hmm. And then coming close uh, second, right? To, yeah. Uh, <laughs> another small group from, yeah, from the I, area. I don't know if you've heard of them. Um, but <laughs> yeah, the Black Keys were always uh, a really fun uh, group that was at the exact same time that we were. And um, when you kind of go back to the, the voting polls and <laughs> the Akron Beacon Journal had an article um, that somebody dug up and posted on Instagram recently um, that was, you know, we, we would always kind of come in number two. Um, the good news about it is we would definitely rather be number two uh, <laughs> to that than number 10 on a list anyway. Absolutely. So. For sure. <laughs> um, cool. Well, your latest album, Ties, was released last summer, correct? Yeah. Cool. And um, so how has, like, the recording process kind of changed over, you know, either, like, single to single or album to album? Yeah. Um, you know, if, for, for Ties, we, we kind of took a, a, a different approach where we, we worked with a couple different people, but we did a lot of it at um, Electrical Audio, which okay. is where, like, Foo Fighters did a bit of Sonic Highway, stuff like that, um, Steve Albini's studio. So that kind of drew us in. but. This time around, we, we kind of knew what we wanted to do and knew what not to do, which was really important for us. Um, like, like for us, we, we like to live track, play everything at the same time if we can, um, just because it, it tends to go better for us. So just like little tips and tricks that you figure out, uh, you know, you make those mistakes on maybe the first recording and mm-hmm. you take way too long on something or, or whatever. You look back, it's like, ah, we could have done that better. So, um, you know, practice makes perfect. And each time we record, I feel like we're, we're getting better at it and getting more used to it. So, yeah. And um, do you feel like it's always been kind of like the same sound that you've been looking for? Or is it more of like, oh, you know, I don't, you know, like this, you know, want to go a little bit more alternative than, you know, indie or something? Well, we always have added new members or lost members like between recordings. So that just changes the sound on its own. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, So it's like we've never really thought about it, I guess. This will like what we're going to be working on next will be the first time we've had like the same group right from album to album. So um, like, like when I joined, I, I play obviously a little bit different style and then Donnie came back and he plays obviously a little different style. So, so stuff keeps shifting just kind of naturally. So this will be the first time we really have to reinvent ourselves guys or else we're, we're dead in the water. So. <laughs> yeah. I think we, we get pretty nerdy about it too, because we'll, we'll write out kind of concept statements of, of what are the ideas, what, what's kind of flowing. Um, I had just listened to a podcast or something with, uh, Rivers Cuomo from Weezer yeah. who kind of gets into, uh, having basically a crazy big Excel doc uh, in fragments of songs, marrying up things, melodies that come out. So um, we, I just copied that. Um, so <laughs> so we started kind of doing that. It's been really, really neat to just see how yeah. we can apply some of the ideas that we have to a full song or marry a bunch of little ideas and make a big one. Um, so that's been really, really incredible uh, to kind of see how the songs, uh, especially the sound of it, progresses. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it sounds like it gets like super granular into like what you know, kind of, kind of what you got, but then at the same time, kind of like expands to like a further, a bigger concept or something. Yeah, I think that's our love too. Is to you know, a lot of our stuff is pretty snappy, uh, pretty, <laughs> you can, you pretty can, peppy. Yeah, no, pretty peppy good. with yeah. there, uh, which I think is good. And uh, it, but it's nice too because for that really, my, you know, select few, the minority of people that really like to look into it you'll actually find some layers. You'll find a lot of things kind of hidden throughout that, um, again, it's not for everybody. Some people just like a, a catchy hook, and that's awesome. Um, but we want to appeal to everyone, too. And I think that's where it goes into the great Gatsby or things like that is if we can start uh, seeding some of those uh, Easter eggs, I think it's, that's what we try to do at least. Yeah. I get, you get deep into it. We do. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I was like going through some of your things, you know, like websites and, you know, YouTubes and things like that. And, um, so you guys have a video out for County Jail. Yeah. Too. And it's very much like summer vibe. Was that filmed in Chicago at all or? Yeah. So that was actually, we took some stock video to really just kind of paint that picture. Yeah. Um, so that was done actually in Iowa, um, that we got it for a fair and it's been interesting to hear kind of the feedback, but the overall idea of it was County Jail, the song is actually written from the perspective of, um, we've lost a lot of friends to relationships. Um, so, you know, once, once maybe we, uh, somebody that's a close friend gets into a relationship, you don't see them anymore, mm -hmm. uh, or they get married or they move out to the suburbs. And so for us, we, were like, we, we started writing that, and then we thought there was a cool juxtaposition of escaping youth uh which is kind of what the uh the video goes for of just that summer kind of feel windows down going to county fairs or things yeah. of that nature so that's really where we started bouncing around we like that tension there of it's a it's a peppy nice song um but it's got a little bit of a dark undertone and then you see these smiling people um just out on a nice summer night yeah, it's like the whole the whole album is kind of like very it's very summery, you know. It has like a really cool like you could just like you know pop open a cold one or something. <laughs> like yeah, and we wrote it in playing. the winter too, and right? A lot of it. So. I feel like a lot of people who do that like there's you know the whole album is like centered around like one season or something, and yeah. then they're like they wrote it in the complete opposite just because they're longing for it so That's much. That's probably what it was, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I, maybe it was, yeah, because we even said we were, we're working on songs this weekend uh, for kind of that follow up, and we we're like, yeah, we need something a little more summery. This was done in the fall. We. Uh, we actually wrote that in the lake house in uh, Wisconsin. Just yeah. did an Airbnb guy oh, and cool. uh, took all of our equipment and started writing. But hope maybe it was for that su summer longing. Our <laughs> <laughs> winter album. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Dark and dreary. <laughs> Be like so cold. Everything, everything's so cold. You just want to curl up with a blanket. Yeah. Hot chocolate. There you go. <laughs> um, so, what kind of story did you want to take you know, the listeners to take away from this album, aside from like the summary kind of? Yeah, I mean, I think it. I think it asks more questions than it answers. I, I you know, I think we always said, or, or, or something that we thought about the album was, you know, we have a, a point of view uh, of kind of the overall writing and what we want for listeners and for folks that are that are digging it. We're more interested to hear what they think about it. Um, like you said, like oh, I felt a little more summer. I mean, that's great um, because I think that's like where half the story has to come from is really the, the people that are listening. What do they apply to it? What does it mean to them? Um, yeah. It definitely means stuff to us, but um, that's only half of half of that element. Cool. Um, so you guys had quite the summer. You guys played Rip Fest, Cubby Bear pretty recently. And then just yesterday you said you played House of Blues. Mm -hmm. uh, so what else do you guys have in store? 
coming? Uh, yeah, actually, we have a show in uh, Lombard at the Brower House uh, next Friday, the 18th. Uh, that one's at 9 o'clock. With the Detroit Cobras. Detroit Cobras. I love that band. That's a cool name. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. a cool name, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool band, cool name. Yeah. So, no, that should be fun. Um, and then later in October, we're uh, going to be in South Africa. Um, we have a couple of shows over oh, there. Cool. Yeah. So How did that happen? That's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, Mike and I went over there about four years ago and ended up just, you know, kind of booking a show on a whim and, <laughs> and made friends with people. Yeah. And, um, and, yeah, so... I mean, it'll be a vacation, but it'll also be a great time playing some shows. Working vacation. Right. Kind of oh, work, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, guys, it's on work. <laughs> yeah. We can write it off on our taxes, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Good. <laughs> Very cool. And then uh, where can all of our listeners find you on social media? Like, check out your songs, everything? Yeah, uh, uh, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Pandora, all that good stuff. You know, and also social media stuff, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Snapchat. We're, we're pretty much everywhere. So did I miss anything big? Bandcamp, Tinder. SoundCloud, Tinder. <laughs> As Ballroom Boxer. That's actually not a joke. We're on there. As Ballroom Boxer. As Ballroom Boxer. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Swipe right on that one. Yep. All right. Keep it noted. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. So we do have one more song that we're going to close out with. Uh, do you guys have any fun tidbits to say about this song? Um, oh, I got one. <laughs> All right. Uh, this song, we had this quote unquote written like two years ago and we like didn't like it. It just, it was terrible. And we must have rewritten it like five times. This one took us, some songs maybe take like an hour. It just like happens. Yeah. This one did not. And then one day <laughs> it just like came together all of a sudden. Um, and then we really liked it. And so this this was uh, definitely a labor of love. But is this, is this your favorite song off the album? I definitely think it's, I definitely <laughs> think it's for it, but one of them. I think also the producer on it was pretty fun. Yeah, we so we worked with Gordon Raphael, who did the first two Strokes albums. Yeah. And that was, that was huge for us just to, to get awesome. to work with someone who like, like I grew up listening to those albums. Like some of those are one of the reasons why I wanted to become a musician in the first place. So getting to do that was uh, pretty surreal. Cool. So and what's this one called? Uh, Make it home. Make it home. All right, guys. Well, thanks for coming and joining us and talking about summer while we're still in it. So it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> thanks well, for having us. Yeah. Thanks. And so this is uh, Making It Home by Ballroom Boxer. Yeah.